Hey, podcast members, welcome back to the Laser Lounge podcast edition of our weekly live streams, where we take our weekly live streams from Facebook and YouTube and convert them to a podcast for your listening pleasure. So we think you're going to enjoy our topic this week. It's about social media trends. And my partner in crime, Mae Armstrong, was able to land a great guest this week. She's the Adobe Express Community Manager. We got Jordan in the house, and we're going to talk with her on what some of the latest and greatest social media trends are. So sit back and listen to this great podcast, and if you want to catch up with us live, next time you can join our Facebook group, The Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch. We also have a YouTube page, The Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch, so feel free to join us over there, or you can just continue to listening to our great podcast. All right, guys. Hey, welcome back to Tuesday night's live session of the Laser Lounge live stream video. And so we're bringing you guys a weekly podcast and video stream that we're actually streaming on Facebook in the Laser Lounge. And we're also streaming live on YouTube on the Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch. So wanted to welcome you guys. And May, I'm going to turn it over to you to introduce our special guest tonight. Awesome. Hi, everybody. Looks like there's 11 people watching. So it's a perfect time to say hello to everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, hi, Kim. Uh, thank you for joining us for another live. Uh, we're trying to, you know, give you guys more valuable live stream content. And so um, you guys know who I am and you know who Alicia is. I am. Go I have Jordan here from Adobe Express and she's actually started her vacation today. But she she's making time for us to uh, give us some, you know, um, tips and tricks on what's trending for social media and what works for um, small businesses. I'm going to give Jordan her her, um, you know, her opportunity to introduce herself. This is, you know, not new to her. So she's going to be better at introducing herself. So I'm going to give you the floor now, Jordan. Cool. Hi. Uh, so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. I am Jordan Danae Ellis. I just changed all my handles to be at Jordan Danae Ellis everywhere. So I'm very easy to find now. I am currently a community manager for Adobe Express. I've been with Adobe for about a year, which is very exciting. And part of the reason that I love being a community manager for Adobe Express is because this product is specifically for small businesses, which I have been for the past 12 years. I have an elementary ed degree. I didn't teach for even one day because I started an Etsy shop instead. And that has grown <laughs> into like a website. I'm actually, May said I'm starting vacation today, but my vacation is actually selling at a Comic-Con in Seattle because I am I have my side hustle still hustling. So nice. I still have, yeah, I still have a website. Um, I have a retail business, which I sell. I used to screen print my own shirts and now I do print on demand because I don't know if there are any screen printers out there, but that oh, is there, we have several that have crossed over. You'll find that in the laser community, the people that are real powerful are the ones with multiple tools. So we've got a lot of, yeah. is, it, is yeah. it direct to garment and things like that? Mm -hmm. so, yes. yeah. Screen printing is incredible. I loved it. And it was, I think the best way to like batch create products. So if anyone yeah. is doing a ton of inventory, that was amazing. And then personally, I kind of slowed down to do more one-offs and more like, on demand so yeah direct to garment yeah. is exactly what i'm doing now um so maybe people in the audience can that. yeah yeah 
Well, thank you for joining us. And for those of you guys that, um, you know, don't know, um, we're going to talk about like, we're going to ask Jordan about social media trends that are going to be useful for business owners, especially coming from Jordan. She's an expert at this. She's been doing business and marketing herself socially for the past, I want to say 12 years. Did you say mm -hmm. 12 years? Yep. yep. And so the first question, we're going to start unpacking a few of these things. So the first one would be, do we need, a, you know, since we're, we're a small business, we're doing a side hustle or maybe like a real hustle, is it important to have a social media strategy? What are your thoughts? Yes, I think so. And I also think it can seem a lot more overwhelming than it is. So depending on where, like, I don't know. I don't know how much research your audience has done. If someone is like a social media expert, sometimes it's like, okay, you have to post three times a day and you have to be on every platform and you have to make a hundred videos. And like, that is one way to do it, but yeah, it's yeah. not like if you're not doing that, it's not useful at all. So yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not doing that. I think okay. there are so many levels to how involved you can be and Personally, my, my best advice is like done is better than perfect. So doing something once a week or once a month yeah. is yeah. better than zero times. Um, and like at its base level, I do think that having a social media presence adds a level of credibility to a company. So like the first thing I do, if I find out about a company that's brand new to me, I check out their Instagram. And then if they're, if yeah. they don't have one, I'm like, is it real? Is it a real yeah. company? Yeah, no. um, I do the Jordan. same. I do the yeah, same. You bring, up, you bring up a good point, Jordan. And I think that's kind of something that um, I would be fully transparent. I'm 50. And so I'm having to learn how mm -hmm. the younger generation takes in marketing and, and, you know, new products. And like, it may not be my natural instinct to go to Instagram to see, but as you can hear for yourself, it is. And for my daughter in college, it is. Mm -hmm. And it's something as a business owner, I have to be able to adapt to how people are taking in yeah. their messaging and how they're shopping. So it's a good key, you know, to people, if you want to stay and adapt to the ever-changing market, you have to flex a little bit and, and get into that space. I agree 100%. I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. I can't be in everything and I can't post so many times during the week. Sometimes I try to, but you know, when you are your own production person and mm -hmm. it's just hard. So my next question uh, would be, especially for some of those that are just starting or maybe their, their second year or third year, whatever, it depends on what level you are as a business owner. Um, do you see a full benefit for um, paid social media advertising? Like, do you want to boost it, leave it alone, or let it kind of surface naturally? I'll say if you have an advertising budget, absolutely, you can use it. Like, depending on what, what business level you're at, boosting posts or doing paid ads, like, is a, is a great way. And Social media ads tend to be cheaper than other forms of advertising too. Like, you know, back yeah. in the day when you had to buy a billboard or do like yes. a radio ad, you can boost something for five bucks. I will say too, though, that's not, that's not my specialty and that's not a strategy I've really ever used. So I've boosted posts in the past. I've tried Facebook ads. Um, I never really got the hang of it, if I'm being honest. So can I ask a clarification? Yeah. 
what actually is a boost? Is that in addition from just posting? Does it like push it? For yeah. You so you basically I'm pretty sure every social media platform has some version. Like I think boost is what it's called on Instagram and Facebook. And then I think Twitter has a version too. I'm not sure if it's called something different. Basically. Yeah. You make a post and then you pay to have more people see it. You yeah, pay to have okay. it like appear in the feed more often. Mm -hmm. And that is different than an ad, which would be like you make a graphic specifically mm -hmm. okay. to run as an ad and it runs, yeah. it runs as, as an ad in a feed. So they're both, they're both things you pay for. Um, and honestly, they can cost different amounts. Like you can, yeah. you can, you can do things that aren't that pricey. You can spend yeah millions of dollars um, and <laughs> yeah. kind of everything in between. But if you don't have a budget, that's completely fine. Like, yeah. I don't think I paid for any social media. I don't think I, I don't think I paid for any advertising for the first like five or seven years that I, um, you know, it makes things go faster, but it's yeah. Definitely yeah. not necessary if you don't have yeah money you want to put in that, exactly i'm, in I'm a conservative type jordan and so i have i'm like you i feel like i've done it a few times but didn't see maybe i'm doing it wrong so you know i i boosted a few times but i didn't see a lot of you know traction from it mm -hmm. and so i stopped just because whatever it is that i'm doing seems to be working so um so that's where i'm at have you tried it alicia no, I haven't. I mean, right. oh, I do it. <laughs> I, I do. I'm just good enough if I can get a reel or two out a week on Instagram. <laughs> and that's kind of the thing. Like, uh, there, it's. I think it's really valuable to have a strategy behind anything you do. Like, not that it has yeah. to be perfect from the beginning, but if you only have a limited amount of time to work on you this need to at be all, about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it might make more sense to just make the post you're making really good instead yeah. of instead of thinking about, you know, doing research into how boosts work and, and yeah. what platforms to be yeah. on, like maybe just spend that energy either interacting with your community on social or, or making your posts really good. Um, Cause yeah. that might end up doing more. That's, that's like, a yeah, great yeah. point. That's kind of like, you know, having building that relationship within that community. And so yeah. that brings to another point, like between organically growing your, little mm -hmm. age mm -hmm. and um i know some people have paid for you know people to like your page and have active likers and mm -hmm. commenters there's different tiers and so what do you think if you're a business owner and you know let's say you really want to choose you know kind of like set yourself apart from the rest of your peers especially locally Will it benefit you to kind of like just keep it organic or add in some fluff? Yeah. Personally, I've never paid for followers. I think that's – we call it like a vanity metric where like the number of followers or likes that you have, if it's not turning into sales, honestly, what's the point of it? For, for me personally, yeah. I think that a lot of people put a lot of value on that. And if it's not doing something good for your business, then it – also, I'm going to say, too, if you have, you know, 10,000 followers and only four likes on all of your posts, that is a bad look. Like, it looks like yes. your followers don't care about you. Um, so, yeah, like I said, community marketing is kind of the way I've always gone. I mean, and that yeah. makes sense that that's the field I landed in. But 
my business is in a niche and I think probably most of your listeners are in a niche too. And so for me, it's always been more valuable to find the actual people who would be my audience and then just spend my energy talking to them because then they actually care about you. Like spending the time following them back, replying, you know, commenting on their stuff. You're actually building relationships that will last. I think that's, I think that's like a better look and a better benefit for your business than just like trying to game the algorithm. Like that's just never been it for me. So like for my side business, my customers actually know me and care about me and want to buy my stuff. It's not just people I paid to like my things. So you can, yeah, when you do an ad, you can choose your audience normally. So you can try to show it to people who will actually like your stuff. Otherwise paying for like, you know, paying for followers, you might just get people sometimes in another country, sometimes you don't speak the same language as you who like don't actually care about what you're posting. So uh, to me, there's no point in that. It's funny you say that. Um, There's been a few things where I picked a song, was it last week? And the amount of likes and comments, that's so bizarre. Mm -hmm. And I clicked on one of the accounts and it's like had like one, one post and three followers. Mm-hmm. So that's totally a bot. It's it's a fake person, but yep. I didn't pay for that engagement. So how did it get to liking my video? It's just so crazy. Sometimes they follow hashtags, sometimes they follow yeah, trending okay. songs, all that stuff. So there's nothing wrong with it. Like I get those too. I, I feel like there are a lot of things where you'll get the comments that are like promote this on this account or hey, I love your thing and it's clearly a bot. Yeah. I usually just delete them. Like there's nothing there's yeah. nothing really wrong with it, but I don't pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess the next big thing is um, I'm not very good at this. I'm only on Facebook, Instagram. I have Pinterest, but I am not practicing it to mm-hmm. the full extent like other people do. Maybe you do it. And then I'm on TikTok, but not as creative as I want to. I'm, I'm on Snapchat, but it's kind of like a family thing. I'm on Twitter. I'm not very clever, but I'm on LinkedIn. And so do you need to be on all those e-commerce? You don't have to. Okay. No, I think especially if social media is not your strong suit or not your favorite thing, pick a couple platforms that you think your audience is on. Like, for example, Twitter's never really been it for me. Um, That's just not really where the people who shop from me are and probably a lot of Twitter is a, a lot for news and media companies. So a lot yeah. of retail, like you can skip that. It's fine. Um, I would say personally, this is not universally like every social media expert strategy. So, so do with this what you will. I tend to post the same thing everywhere if it's not hurting just because, you know, why not? So like I have a Twitter. I have everything I post on Instagram. Also go to Twitter. I could stop probably, but I do it just in case someone happens to see it. Okay. So you can reshare. Um, like one of the things Adobe Express has a scheduler. That's something I use. There are other schedulers out in the world too. I think it's one of the best and most affordable that there is, but you can, you know, make one post and then have it automatically yeah. scheduled to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. And then you can pick which of those makes sense for you. So like, I don't post most things on LinkedIn unless it's business related yeah. because I don't think that makes sense. 
and I don't post anything to Pinterest unless it's the Pinterest size, like vertical yeah. with a link, just because otherwise it's going to make everything look messy. Um, but yeah, you can, you can kind of pick which of those platforms you want. And what I've also seen people do is like, if you have a Facebook page and you decided you're not really going to post there anymore, you can, you can have a pinned post that says, Hey, this is my Facebook page. Thanks for, thanks for finding me. I'm actually really only on Instagram now. So follow me over there. So okay. you have like a presence and if someone yeah. finds you there, they know where to go, but okay. you're letting people know, like, I don't really look at this account. So you could do that okay. for any of them. Like, hi, this is blah, blah, blah company's Twitter page. We don't really yeah. hang out here, but we're on Instagram all the time. Okay. So follow us there. I like that. So, that makes yeah. makes total sense. I'm going to have to use that strategy. It's really us. great. <laughs> yeah, it's really I great. Have a, I have a question for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure you're going to know it, but um, what is the, the primary platform for shopping for like our stuff? Like if I'm a maker and I'm selling, it feels like it's Instagram, to be honest with you. Um, I think there are three. In my experience, it's Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. So like okay. Pinterest is genuinely great for e-commerce. A lot of people and someone who knows more statistics than I do would have the actual numbers, but like lots of people who go to Pinterest go to shop and they go to look for something yeah. and then they want to buy it. So yeah. if you're selling something, that's an incredible platform to be on. It links super well and TikTok and Instagram have, you know, huge audiences and they have a lot of e-commerce like plugins and yeah. and uh, there's a there's a lot of shopping happening on both of those platforms um but you know I've heard, I've heard about Pinterest. yeah i've heard yeah. pinterest is because some of people will say i'm very successful yeah. on pinterest and i'm like really i thought it was kind of like yeah. you're just trying to decorate or trying to figure out what kind of tile to pick in a you know barn dominium house they're like oh no there's lots of stuff going lots on lots of shopping yeah for sure Maybe I'm old. I don't go there for sure. <laughs> and that's and the thing that's so interesting too is I think there are a few different routes to take. Like you can be on the platforms you use because then you understand them, or you can be on the platforms that your your you know your users are. So and things shift all the time. Yeah, like like used to be Facebook, now Instagram is my best selling platform. Platforms yep. change, audiences on them change, like exactly for me 10 years ago 12 years ago when I started my site I only had a Facebook because Instagram didn't exist yet yeah and Twitter was not for selling and yeah. Pinterest I don't think existed yet or if it did I didn't know about it so there's a lot of like there's a lot to that <laughs> to to keeping up with the shift sometimes because yeah I need to look into Pinterest more I have seen TikTok you know e-commerce pop up here and there mm -hmm. my next question is since you brought up adobe express yeah. i want and you can decline okay uh, <laughs> you can decline but since we're talking about e-commerce i know when you when you have your shop synced up for tagging for e-commerce tagging will that be a feature that Adobe Express will have when when you're trying to schedule something. Let's say I'm going to release oh. my Christmas ornaments and I want my customer yeah, to, to have that product tag on the day I'm scheduling my post. Is that something, a taggable 
I have no idea. I know it's not available now. I'm not, I'm okay. not on the product team. I don't know what the roadmap is for that. I'm not sure. Okay. I mean, it, it would be, be yeah, nice it would be great. Them. Yeah, it would be <laughs> yeah. nice for them to have that. You know, I'm sure it's easy for me to say, but I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of. <laughs> yeah, we need them to move that up out of the backlog for Christmas. I have no <laughs> idea what the back end of, of product tagging looks like for scheduling. I know I use it on organic posts. Like I, I tag my Shopify products all the time. Um, yeah. So I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. I have no idea yeah. <laughs> if that'll be a part of scheduler or not. That would be great. Um, any other tools uh, within Express that you think will be beneficial um, for businesses? I know I've used, you know, the Facebook post, you know, template, things like that. I know um, there's, you know, other people are doing, you know, pop-up shows like you are. And do you create your own flyers in there and share it on your feed? Yeah, I do. I'll... Um... I, I wish I could share my screen. It's not working for me today, but there are in the Adobe Express YouTube, um, there is a whole playlist of social media videos. A lot of them are, are Andy Lambert and I talking about things. So I like to use libraries, which is talking about Pinterest. You can kind of use it as a mood board sort of. So you can go through and save templates. And then when you're like, oh, I need to make a post today, you have all the templates that you like in one place. Mm. You don't feel like you're starting from scratch. Like when you're feeling creative, you can go through and be like, oh, this would yeah. be a great sales template. This would be great for an event. This would be great yeah. for a new product. And if you have them all saved in a library, when you need to post something, you don't have to like start from the beginning, start searching, figure yeah. out what colors. Um, so that's one. And then I also set up the brand kit, which gives me all my fonts, all my colors. I set it up once my logo and then... I don't have to remember all the hex codes. I don't have to remember because I run a couple brands. I don't have to remember which fonts go with which yeah. brands. They're all right there. Um, I think those are my favorite. I mean, the scheduling tool is absolutely the thing I use the most. That's I like it. They showed us, uh, we did a live stream. Was it a live stream or something? You did a demo for us. Yeah, we did, we did a yeah. you know, super quick live stream on it. And it was... And it's very powerful and it's great for yeah. people that go on vacation or mm -hmm. like for us, if we're trying to sit out, send out media the same amount of time or some blurb, it's a very nice tool. I think that's that most people aren't aware of just because they're not looking for it. Right? It's new too. Like it's only a few months old. So it is a pretty new thing. Another one of my favorite things about it on top of all the things you said that you can schedule you can also drag things to different days. So you can look at like your whole week together yeah. or your whole month together and then say like, okay, this actually isn't very even. I want to make this every other day. Or like yeah. I have an event in three weeks and I don't see enough posts promoting my event. Yeah. So I should add more like that kind of stuff. You can see it yeah. all laid out. Um, so you can use it to, to strategize too, not just schedule. You can use it to look at your whole plan yeah. And that's a good, sense. that's a good tip with the fourth quarter rolling around mm -hmm. because a lot of us makers are going to be doing, you know, big shows, trade shows, yep. holiday events, and being able to, you know, give that, Hey, I'll be at this show. Mm -hmm. You sometimes have to stop and remember to do that marketing whenever and you're, you're not going to do like, if you have a trade show in four days, you're not going to be making yeah. Instagram posts. You're going to yeah. be putting, putting in the last finishing touches on stuff, making stuff, packing. Like I, I know what yeah. that's like. So it's, <laughs> it's nice if you can give yourself, you can change it whenever you want, but if you can give yourself some sort of playbook where it's like, okay, every event 
I post, you know, the morning of like what my booth number is or whatever, what the location is. And then, you know, one day before a reminder, one week before a reminder, and then maybe at the beginning of the month, like a calendar of all the places you'll be, whatever version of that works for you. And then just do that over and over so you don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. So, you know, if you know your holiday calendar already, if you know the markets you'll be at, you can schedule those posts now and then not have to think about it. Yeah, that's a good idea. And since you brought up the calendar, I love that I can see what all those thumbnails mm-hmm. look like. And so I can see if I'm making sense graphically, like visually. Yeah. I'm, I'm a visual type of person. And so I kind of want to see what my plans are on top of that. And then I can can kind of rearrange if it makes sense or not. Um, yeah. I have a question for you. Are you able to drag past rescheduled posts within Express? If you want to do the copy and paste and put it, you know, let's say if you're doing a show next month, but you already did an announcement, can you copy that and drag? You can duplicate it. Yeah. So if you have like, that's a great thing. I don't do that on Instagram, but the nice thing about the scheduler is you can choose per per platform. So I don't post the same graphic on Instagram because Mm -hmm. you can see the whole feed and then you can see if you post the same thing, but on Twitter and Facebook, Sometimes I post the same graphic, you know, three or four times over a couple different days because people aren't going to see it and it's not in like a grid. So what you can do, you can, if you have a graphic um, that you put it in scheduler, you can copy it as many times as you want. So you can make a, you can duplicate it and then change the copy. So you could make a graphic and then say like, come see me in a week, duplicate it. Come see me in a day, duplicate it. Don't forget it's, you know, starts at eight o'clock this morning so you can take the same post and reuse it which is that's nice i could see using Mm -hmm. that for like early bird special pricing Mm -hmm. right and then this sort of date it goes up you know you can Mm -hmm. change the captions you can keep the same image but just change what it says yeah because you can even throw in coupon codes and things Mm -hmm. like that um on top of you know doing adobe express i don't know if this is in the um roadmap I know a lot of people, especially in our line of business and your line of business too, um, you know, short-term video content I know is here to stay. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about it? I am not um, very good at it. I have to be honest. And I don't like, you know, putting my face out there. <laughs> so there are a couple tricks I've learned because it is very intimidating to make a video of just like you recording yourself talking to the screen. Not everyone is comfortable with that. There are a couple of really cool things. If anyone uses live photos, like you know how iPhones, you can, a live yeah. photo will save like a few seconds. That will actually make a tiny video. So you can make like, if you, if you want to make a reel or TikTok, you can take a bunch of live photos and they'll be like two seconds long and make a little video, which is very cool. You can also, it, Express has, or Adobe Express has an option where like you can animate text over something. So you can take a, a photo or a graphic and then animate the text and that will still be a reel because it's moving. Um, oh, yeah. So I think, I mean, I think people always like seeing faces. People always like seeing other humans. So if you can do that, it's probably always going to do better for you. But yeah. like I said, from the very beginning, doing something is better than doing nothing. Yeah. So if you're going to do nothing at the very least, try to like animate some text over a photo um, and, you know, for some of us, uh, and I'll be very vulnerable here, I'm, I'm better about being more serious and instructive than I am silly and stupid. 
Mm-hmm. And I know there's an audience for that, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. some people that are killing it in that space. It's easier for me to get in front of you and talk some some technical engineering thing than it would be, you know, kind of making a goofball of myself. So that's hard to to do when that's what you see as the Instagram path, right? Everyone's kind of being silly, uh, but yeah. that's what sells, right? I mean, so I guess it's kind of getting out of your comfort zone, as we kind of talked about earlier before we started the show. Um, some of us that are more serious might need to bring a little bit of that flavor just to kind of capture that audience that is thriving on that. And I'll say too, like, I know TikTok definitely has, uh, people think of it as like the place where people do dances. I've never done a TikTok dance. Like you don't have to, you do not, that does not have to be the way you do it. I've seen so many successful folks who do like tutorials. And I mean, even Andy Lambert, who I, I do a lot of the Adobe live videos with, he does a real, I think every week. And he talks about social media trends and it is not goofy at all. <laughs> like he's yeah. never really done that. So I think adding personality is great. Yeah. But like if your personality isn't clowning, you don't have to do yeah. that. It's yeah, completely it's not fine. my thing. So I don't do it. Yeah. Um, so since we're talking about um, short term, you know, video content recently on Instagram, I just noticed as a, you know, I use it so so many hours throughout the day on a weekly basis even on the weekends and i know there's a trend right now where when i'm scrolling i don't see a lot of static posts they're all videos Mm -hmm. and so now that they're all videos what's the rule of thumb do we have to post one video a week like andy from you know adobe express or do we just do every two weeks I, it's one of those things that like there isn't one golden rule like all the algorithms are favoring videos right now so the more video you can do the better for you but also I post like one video every once in a while like maybe one a month maybe not so like you know it's one of those things I bet the algorithm would like me more if I posted more videos and also I'm still successful enough without it. So that it's kind of that yeah. too. Like what, yeah. like what is it kind of think about like what you're trying to get out of it. Yes. So if you're trying to grow followers, that's probably it. And not that any of us are ever like not trying to grow followers. Like most yeah. people wouldn't say no to a bigger audience, but yeah, if you're not trying to be a TikTok star and you're trying to sell your products, like, mm-hmm. and you're doing, you're doing that well enough, you don't have to always be, bigger and better like you can you can have a strategy that yeah. works and it cannot be what everyone else is doing and that's totally fine that's right um, yeah like like yeah. this comment from somebody you know that's probably yeah. where i am too like oh, oh, I oh my god that. yeah posting that i and i can't see the name and so i know that's I that like, integration between facebook yes yeah. yeah. i like that for sure and um yeah i like i like that you know a mixture of silly i remember i did one silly dance or maybe a couple on Instagram last year when I made the announcement that I made one of the biggest shows in my area. Yeah. And so I just picked a, you know, a funny song. So I thought that would be great. <laughs> I had like 5,000 likes or something like that. That's great. Yeah. Right. Maybe, and that's maybe a fun way I... to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a cocktail no. or two before. <laughs> yeah. But I think the thing is, if the idea of that scares you so much that you just want to give up, like, don't do it. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like if you can push yourself to great. And if not do the thing that works for you, like it, I, sure. that's always my advice. Cause I think, I think it's a very human reaction to be so overwhelmed that you do nothing. And I think that's the worst version of this for you. Like there are, I, I didn't, I didn't post anything on TikTok for the first like year and a half that I knew about it. And then I posted yeah. one thing. And I, it's still not really a part of my strategy. It should be. But, like, not everyone does all the things they should do all the time and they can still yeah. be successful, you know? So, like, do do what works for you. There are tons of best practices and you don't have to do all the best practices. You can do I think, you know, whatever you're works. making some really great points. But if I, I like to put myself in the other seat. And if I'm a buyer... Mm-hmm. I want to see something that's relatable to me, right? Mm-hmm. And that is catchy and it, it can sometimes be serious and sometimes be fun, but it's that relatability factor, right? And so, you know, that that you want to bring that no matter if it is silly or at times serious, but, you know, bring your personality. And if it's, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone, just getting out of the, on the computer, right? That may be hard enough, but, you know, you're probably not going to have a whole lot of followers at the beginning, so don't worry about yeah. it. Just get out there and go. Only five people are going to see it. That's <laughs> and right. there are ways to do really cool product videos too. So like I think about screen printing because that's what I do the most of. But I made some videos just like showing me pulling screens in different colors. And that was really cool. <laughs> and like I don't really know exactly how laser works. But if there's a way to do just a video of your process, yeah. people love seeing that. Yeah. And like yeah, that probably makes more sense in your feed than like – a trendy dance video if you're sure. doing this yeah. type of company. So do it for you. I agree 100%. I'm going to give our, you know, our folks that are tuning in right now to see if they have any questions for you. Yeah. Do you want to do like a couple questions and then sure. yeah. wrap up? Okay. Yeah. And like I said, I'm at Jordan Denae Ellis everywhere and I'm in the Adobe Express Facebook group. So like I'm available. Ask me questions whenever you want. If you think of something or aren't yeah. listening to this live or watching this live, come find and me. You, yeah, and do you want to um, tell everybody about your plan for Adobe Express? How often are you going to be live on Adobe Express? Yeah, we, the summer was kind of a wild schedule, but starting in September, I'm going to be live with our resident social media expert, Andy Lambert. Um, he knows all of the details. So we're a good balance because he does all the research of like what what is happening on platforms and then I have the a very specific experience of running a small business not a huge business so both of us are kind of it's funny working at Adobe because it's a very different type of strategy like our you know our Facebook group has 90,000 followers and my Facebook group has five or (laughs) ten so like it's very different so we have all kinds of levels of um expertise that we can bring to the table but yeah that's on the that's on the adobe express youtube channel and there are tons of videos there like i said with social media advice there's there's a lot of design advice too depending on what what folks are interested in but you can pick and choose um whatever is the most relevant are people um you know like the discord community for adobe express is that open to the public as well yeah so i think I think the link to that is in the caption of all of the YouTube videos. It's all easy to find. So yeah, the Facebook group is open. The Discord okay. is open. Um, all the social platforms you can follow for tips and tricks and advice. But 
yeah, we're an open book and I'm in awesome. all the community spaces. So please come hang out with me. <laughs> all right. I'm I tell you, when I first, when I first started with Adobe, I spent many hours on the tutorials that are just mm -hmm. on the webpage mm -hmm. for Photoshop. You don't have to pay for classes if you don't want to. Yeah. It's, there's so much free stuff on, on their YouTube channels. I'm not seeing one question coming in. Oh, is there one? Yeah. So I do a little bit of both in my, the question is, is it smart to save hashtags for certain products or should you vary them and find the best combo? I, I tend to use three to five hashtags per post. And that's something that right now seems to be working. Who knows if that'll change. Algorithms always changing. I keep a note in my phone. That's like my favorite hashtags. And then I usually pick and choose the ones that seem the best depending on what my post is. So if I'm doing something that's like behind the scenes or how I made this, that's going to be something different than if I'm showing like a photo shoot. So I keep a big list and then I pick a few that I think make them. I think being as relevant as possible is always key. So yeah. don't use tags that don't make sense for that post because I agree. not make sense. <laughs> so don't do things that don't make sense, but that's my best advice. It's almost like there's an art to hashtag. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there are some that have like. I don't do that. It's yeah. Too much. Well, I, in the beginning, I'm guilty. I'm one of those. I people. have. Oh, yeah. I sure have. But that's the thing, too. Like, I think every you can always pivot. You can always change. Yeah. Picking the picking the most popular tags is probably not the thing that makes the most sense. You know, if you pick love or something like who is gonna find your product <laughs> there but if you pick like screen printer or laser yeah. cut or small business or if you're local the town you're in all of that stuff I'm a huge proponent of being as niche as you are so like if you're in a small town get get to know your small town like that's great yeah. you don't have yeah. to you don't have to be in front of millions of people because if they're not the right people, you're not going to get any sales off of it anyway. So that's kind of where I land with that. I like that. And I think that's a big takeaway. You just kind of summarized everything there very beautifully. And I feel like you've rehearsed it many, many times. <laughs> I've been doing this for a while. so. <laughs> and I, oh, Alicia and I appreciate your time. Yeah. I know you're getting ready to um, leave for your trip. Do you leave tomorrow? Or? So I actually, I, I'm here already. I came to Seattle oh. for Emerald City Comic Con is the big Comic Con oh, here. So I'm setting up tomorrow. Um, yeah. So if there are any nerds listening and you're at Comic-Cons, you'll hey, probably I'm see me there. I'm going to be following your um, post and your yeah. story. So uh, I'm going to be there watching and lurking. <laughs> it's very fun. Yes. Thank <laughs> and, you yeah, so much. Like I said, I am around, I mean, my, my full-time job now is being around in the Adobe Express community. So if you join any of the spaces, feel free to well, tag me, ask questions. Well, here next to help. time, yeah, next time, maybe I'll have you over um when your screen is back working and yeah. then we can yeah. we can do a demo for yes sure. that's right well we can pull up adobe express and work together and show yeah. them how it works i kind of want to have that one-on-one -on -one, um you know like talk uh working session too i think that would be an interesting live and so alicia do you want to um kind of uh, invite yeah. everybody for the next live stream that we have Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we've got another live stream coming next week 
and we're going to be talking about how you can leverage other revenue streams, right? And that's by selling digital files. And we're going to have Robin here with us, and she's a successful file sales uh, maker. And we're going to talk to her about how do you penetrate that market, right? So a lot of us just making products. The Robin has really done well with getting a, her Etsy store and then now her own store was selling a ton of files and she just is a fabulous designer. And we're going to talk to her about how she's gone about that. So, but I want to thank you, Jordan, for coming in. And we love having these sessions that just to kind of show people, you know, how to, a different perspective, right? There's a lot to the laser industry. It's not just the tool. It's how you market, how you brand, your creativity. Um, I know Adobe Express has been powerful for me. And May told us a while back, you don't have to buy the full suite. There's a certain, you know, you can get just the subscription for the Adobe Express. You can use it on your computer and your phone. So we do appreciate you coming and teaching us a little bit and sharing some of your knowledge and you're welcome back anytime. So thank you again, guys. Appreciate it. We're going to sign off and you'll see us on a podcast and we'll post this locally on the Facebook page and also on the YouTube channel. You'll see it on the Laser Lounge and also on May's YouTube channel. So you guys have a wonderful night and we'll see you next week.